Welcome back to another episode of Red Flags and Rosé. I am Kaylee. And I'm Megan. And we are so excited that you're back. Episode three. Is that three already? Yeah. Look at us go. (laughs) We're trucking through on season two, the rebrand. Yeah. Um, By the time you all hear this episode, I will be getting my new puppy. I'm really excited. Me and Austin have to drive um, over to St. Louis to pick her up from some family. And then we're just going to kind of take the rest of the weekend to love on her and get her acquainted to the rest of the zoo that is my house. (laughs) Really? You got a full house now. (laughs) Literally. Um, What's new with you? Yeah, by next week when this airs, <laughs> hopefully I'm more mentally clear. I guess I'll just tell my goals for the next week. Um, uh, I really want to get in the gym. See, the thing is, I always get this like strike of uh, motivation to go to the gym, mm-hmm. and then it snows. <laughs> this was exactly me last year. I started to get motivation, and then we got that snowstorm. And then I was going during the snowstorm. And then once the snow melted, I was like, yeah, it's, uh, there goes my motivation. Which <laughs> Should like, be the opposite. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm hoping that I can make that a new habit is to get to the gym because I need to do it for me. Just mm-hmm. I need... More endorphins, I would feel better about my body. Like, I literally could have the body that I want in three to six months. Like, Mm -hmm. easily. Not just that. It helps with anxiety. It helps with depression. More than people think. Like, yeah. once you get out of your head and finally go, and even if it's just... Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to be in the gym for one to two hours a day. Literally 20 to 30 minutes of your day. Mm -hmm can do wonders just for your mental health too yeah and like doing (laughs) uh like low intensity steady state stuff Mm -hmm. so consistently walking does more burning of calories than running and it's like just figure out what works best for your body so that's hopefully um what i will be doing in the next we'll let you know in episode four and then um (laughs) I also am trudging forward slowly with this goal of no soda this year. Mm-hmm. Month one, we're almost done. It's like one of those just mental things. I really like sparkling water a lot. Big seltzer person, so I'm that really has not, helped me so much. It's just a little bit of carbonation, yes, you know. That's like all that's you need. all you need is just a little. I don't even need the sugar with it because I feel like shit when I'm drinking that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, since I've cut out sugar, I can't even really have that much like pastry stuff or like yeah. cupcakes or anything because I'm so sensitive to like the sugar content now, which is like cool. Unless I'm about to start my period. Yeah, no, I'm. And it's like them Oreos chocolate. today went down <laughs> real smooth. Um, but we're gonna kick this episode off with a little PSA for the men. <laughs> Because, and I love this. I guess, um, what's the girl's name on TikTok that does 
Is it hot takes or something like it's that? It's two hot takes. Two hot takes. She does the um, Am I the Asshole on Reddit yeah. post. I guess we're kind of like doing that unintentionally. Uh, shout out to her. But like, I love Reddit. I'm mm-hmm. always on Reddit. Megan's always sending me stuff from Reddit. So I guess we'll incorporate this, but whatever. I just wanted to like make it known but that feel we're good not. stories. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to like take her shit. Um, without acknowledging that we're trying not to take her shit. But anyways, this story (laughs) is funny, but it is also exactly what women want. It's facts. So the title of it, it's under uh, the subreddit Confessions. And his title is, My girlfriend said I'm not affectionate enough, so now I treat her like my dog. Which immediately pissed me off when I first read it. (laughs) But... He's not wrong. (laughs) He said, I rarely show emotion. I'm reserved and level-headed, so my emotions, whether positive or negative, rarely spike too much. But I love my dog. More than anything or anyone, she gets more life and emotion out of me than anyone. My girlfriend recently sat me down and told me she needs more affection. She knows I don't wear my emotions and that generally includes her, even though she knows I love her. I'm not handsy. I kiss her when appropriate and let her know I love her when appropriate. Since that talk, I've been thinking of my affection for her like I do my dog. I get super excited to see her like my dog does when I get home. My dog constantly wants scratches, so I always rub her shoulders or play with her hair or have my hand on her thigh. I love when my dog gets kissy and playful, so I get kissy and playful with my girlfriend in the same way. My dog loves when I give her a new toy or treat, so I have little gifts and snacks to give her when the mood strikes. What a difference. My girlfriend loves it, and it's easy for me because I literally just treat her like my dog, but without the baby voice. It's renewed our passion, and she is so, so happy and can't understand how I turn my emotions around so easily. Too long didn't read. Girlfriend wanted more affection. I just do the things to her that I do to my dog because I love my dog more. Now. It's true. This is all we want. Like, to a T. To a T. Touch. Gifts. (laughs) Time. He has figured like, it out. That he's cracked the fucking code, <laughs> you all. Like, you have got to apply this today and please let us know how it goes. How it goes. Do because like a week trial. I guarantee you that you will see a dramatic increase in the amount of times your dick is in her mouth. <laughs> like, blowjob and this method. Has a positive correlation on a graph. It's just going Honestly, up. And then, like, them doing the dishes? I mean, we talked about this earlier. Yes. Like, men it don't understand. Acts like, of service, baby. Yes. Is, it is the mental stimulation that gets the water flowing between the legs. Yes. You just, you get that Niagara Falls running when that vacuum cleaner gets plugged in. Yes. As soon as you are doing something that you are not asked to do, trashes out without me asking meet me in the bedroom after literally (laughs) just soft dick out like i'll do the rest of the work we don't even have to worry about being on go like i don't need you bricked up in that moment because i am bricked up (laughs) for you i don't know why men don't do more stuff like that well i think it's easy they're like i don't want to be nagged about this and so they avoid it which what they don't realize is that is the opposite yeah. of what will help you. Yeah. If you just do it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I the mean, change. 
I can't speak for every woman. Because then we just have but more... The sex drive. It's not even the sex drive. It's just more of like, you have the energy. You didn't have to do all that shit. Well, so you now have you the, have the energy to well, get to do it. I mean, but that is your sex drive, though. Because, well, like, the, I can remember being with my ex and, like, coming home, nothing's done, sitting on the game. Just fucking piss you off. You're, I was Instantly at that mad. point doing my internship mm-hmm. in school full-time and working my other job full-time come home pissed don't want to do anything like sexual at all Mm -hmm. but i will say he he was very good to me and so that was like not few and far between but it more often i'd come home and he would like text me to tell him when i was on my way he'd have dinner ready Mm -hmm. bath drawn that kind of thing that'll get your dick sucked (laughs) right there (laughs) I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean. I got to lay exactly. in the bathtub with a glass of wine poured and some candles lit. I'm like, damn. Exactly. This is how women get pregnant. Yep. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that that's all it takes is just a little little mental stimulation. Effort. Just to turn her on before you touch Mentally. her. Before you lay one hand on your woman mentally mm-hmm. get her there mm-hmm. not even talking about it yeah. like <laughs> come on figure out figure out what she hates doing chore wise and, and get do it, it done exactly. and she'll get you done 100% um, on another note me and Kaylee were also talking about how we fucking hate working um, yeah not that we don't love our job in a sense or we don't love the people because we do um but we've come to realize that we are just not cut out for this not cut out for that job like we're not cut out for jobs you know i was gonna say it's not Um, that job it's jobs jobs in general general. yeah like (laughs) i literally wish i could be that girl on tiktok that is a stay-at-home just woman not stay even at home a mom. woman. Not even a Just, mom. No pets. Mm-hmm. Stay at home woman. Gardens. Does what she wants to do. Go to Target. Go get coffee. You know. Buy what you want without worrying about blowing your budget. Yes. Also, well, it's I, not your money. You know. One hundred percent. Just kidding. Or I think about <laughs> how many hours I had to work for the thing that I just bought. Yesterday when I got my nails done, I thought about how many hours. Of work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole long-ass day's shift for me to get these bad boys done. Yeah. So then you have to think. We're both on stripper talk. Oh, we um, absolutely are. And I sent her one just... Was it today? It yesterday? Today. today. Yeah. And I can't be mad at this girl. I can't. It's not mad at her. It's it, mad that we're not doing it. Literally. Like, so she... In her caption says... Some days are really good, and some days are bad. Like, today. Okay? And we're like, oh, okay. Like, I'm thinking, you know, she throws some ones on the ground. She's it's gonna, a lot of ones. It's not she, some. She's it's moving. She is mopping the floor <laughs> with these ones. She's kicking them around, rubbing them around with her feet. I probably have that amount of money in my bank account after payday in ones. <laughs> and she literally counts it. 
and it is 5700 yeah almost 50 okay that's not me after payday i was exaggerating that's like a lot of money but yes 5700 that's one night guys one, one night. night and yes maybe she did have to degrade herself just a little bit no that there's nothing degrading about taking advantage of men but that's that want to pay you that's true and then it, there's nothing degrading about using the art and beauty of your body to manipulate men <laughs> But what is stopping like, us? What is stopping okay. us? I've said so many times, let me sell these feet pics. You know, what is let stopping me? Why don't I do it? Let me hop on OnlyFans because I'm touching it anyways. Why not just video that shit and exactly. get paid? And men are fucking stupid. Men are Because st- they will pay. Yeah. They will pay. Yeah. Listen, I never want to hear shit about women being easy and all of that because y'all are paying for fucking armpit shavings. <laughs> bath water fucking worn underwear for like a week like I've seen the stipulations on some yes. of them panty websites and it's like must wear for a week no shower okay first of all that is a I know no bitches doing that to fuck up your pH there for ain't real. no I know oh one's doing that she's lying no she's lying and but she's making that money yeah she's making that money I will tell you that but then you pulled up this uh, TikTok that your sister sent you <laughs> Of this magic mic show, and her sister's funny. She said, my problem is, I would have fell in love with this man. And he, <laughs> he was had, fine. He had this girl grinding on her on the stage and everything. Picked it her was... up, put her hands on her butt while he's mm-hmm. just guiding her around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, can you imagine your boyfriend being on that docket? And then I'm like, <laughs> you know what, actually, how much are they making? Because... Shawty, I don't. Mine, mine. <laughs> as long as you're coming home at night, baby. But I don't know. They get a little more personal than people do at the clubs. So uh, I wouldn't be okay completely. But I know for a fact those men are making so much money. They probably are. So are the women. But, but then you have to go yeah. live somewhere else. Because the only thing you have in Kentucky is like a shitty titty. Like fucking rustic frog <laughs> in Indiana. Like literally it sounds like an STD. Like who the fuck is gonna come see you at PTs? Also talking about STDs, that girl that sold her bathwater, you know she gave she had one. And those guys were drinking that shit, bro. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Did you hear that story? I knew she was selling her bathwater. She had an STD, bro. Can you imagine? <laughs> These dudes were drinking it. I know, but listen. So it's like what we were talking about in the last episode, how men will, will be horny and do all that shit. And I mean, it's kind of like when you walk into the wrong porn and you still nut to it. And then you're like, I me? <laughs> can't it's believe. Open a new door. Like, just waltz into the worst possible room and just came to it anyways. <laughs> Right off the jump. But right off the jump. Then, I'm sure they were just really horny one night, and they saw her, and they're like, her bath water. And then they get it, and then they're like, know, and then they're like, really turned on, and then they sip it. And <laughs> then, I know, and then I'm just imagining this guy already has the post-nut clarity after he's doing his thing with her bath water. But then, <laughs> he gets this text from the health department. 
it's like and reach out to someone someone that you have been in contact with has chlamydia and then he's like well i'm a virgin (laughs) but then his mind just connects (laughs) to bath water and he's like (gasps) never again just well i hope not are you I, mean, I mean, what are they signed up for the like quarterly bathwater yeah. refill? She could take a bath every fucking night. I mean, shit. Oh, she's got to sit money. there and scoop it up. Well, Mason jar it up. I mean, <laughs> my question here is, what if it wasn't curable? What I if know. she had herpes? I mean, I don't know if that's like water transferable, but like. Still, if you told me that I'd bathed with somebody or even got in the hot tub with somebody with an active outbreak. Can that happen? I don't know. Hold on. <gasps> we got to Google this really quick. Okay. So Megan Googled it and I'm finding out with you all. <laughs> can you get herpes? You cannot. Okay. You cannot. Um, no STD actually. Um, unless you're in the act of having sex. Okay. At that time, um, the only thing you can get from a hot tub is called hot tub lung, <laughs> a hot tub rash, and a UTI. <laughs> Hold on. What the fuck is hot tub lung? Hot tub okay. lung is an infection caused by a group of bacteria um, who can survive in water. I, I mean, I mean, are you drinking the hot tub water? How does it get in from aspirating? I don't know. Damn. That's weird. Well, now I have a new fear. (laughs) New fear unlocked. (laughs) Oh, my God. That just reminded me of this time when um, we were on vacation. And it was me and my friend group. uh, We went down to... Um, no, 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 no. It was a uh, PCB. That's Panama City Beach, Florida, for those that uh, yeah, I'm sure, aren't from Yeah, here. if you're not... <laughs> I feel like everybody calls it PCB, but you're right if you don't know. Uh, but Panama City, we get down there, and it's a group of like 10 or 12 of us. And we're there for less than an hour. And we're all like, let's go down to the hot tub, blah, blah, blah. And so we're like all down there. We've got some drinks. And my friend gets in the hot tub and he's sitting there and we're all just like talking chatting it up whatever and i mean i'm talking a solid 10 minutes of chilling and he goes oh fuck and pulls his cell phone out of his fucking pocket he was high as fuck wasn't he has to go get a like (laughs) track phone because he like we had to text his girlfriend and be like hey he broke his, he got in the hot tub with his phone. Well, he had a great trip. He wrecked, oh my god, the little bike that he rented. Oh, no. oh, oh god. Gosh. But anyways, what good, a great trip. good times. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> if you see our feet. Mind your business. <laughs> Don't say shit. Pay our bills. <laughs> you see my OnlyFans, uh... It'll be real this time. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Kaylee made a story that said, check out her OnlyFans with a link. Well, it said, (laughs) since y'all keep asking. Uh And then it was a link. And when you clicked on it, it was like a GIF. And it said, got your ass. ass. 
and she um, lost a lot of followers that day. I did not lose followers. I didn't lose any followers over it, but people were actually not happy. <laughs> so I told her, like, man, look, that, that she should kind of, have. That's some prospective buyers yeah. right there. Yeah. Now they're gone. No, they're not. They're still excited. But I'm you're not doing so, it. I'm so sorry that some of you all had to tuck your debit card back in your wallet. <laughs> Um, they didn't have to pull their debit card out because you know their asses are probably already fucking on there. They already got the Apple Pay yeah. lock. Like all they gotta unlock. do, click it twice, show their face ID, <laughs> lock eyes with the face ID, and you're in that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still considering it. And the nice thing about my life in general these mm-hmm. days is that I'm no longer with a partner that cares mm-hmm. about that stuff or me talking on the podcast like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, because remember, when oh, I remember when we were in the early days of formulating this, um, there's a lot of stuff we had to keep out. Well, I mean, no, we weren't even recording yet. We didn't even have a microphone. Like this was before you even knew Austin was a person. Oh yeah. Remember, because this was when I was living in the old apartment with yeah. him, and we were on the phone, and we were like, "Damn, bitch." We're so funny because we were talking about how when you um, don't shave your vagina for a long time and you're like wearing your underwear and it like pokes through a little bit and you're like a little porcupine, like sometimes it almost gets long enough that you could like frost the tips the hair is poking through so bad and we were Just like Timberlake damn yeah <laughs> but we were talking about all of that and we're like oh my god we're so funny we should have a podcast and we're just fucking around at that point but then we're like damn we really should so we start thinking of names concepts like whatever and then i'm like megan i can't do this because mm-hmm. like he didn't want me talking about sex with other people he didn't want to know about my sexual history mm-hmm. he was not okay with me really having a sexual history at all mm-hmm. and like now i'm talking to someone who's so chill and understanding about everything and he's like if you want to make your only fan fuck it mm-hmm. he's like i'll help you out <laughs> literally like, a, a i'll man. hold the camera he he's <laughs> he is a man <laughs> like he, I mean, it's benefiting both of you, though. Yeah. It's like he's getting the actual access. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does it matter if some people That's are paying true. for that shit online when you're the one that gets to, like, have it? Now so, then, we're across the line. What if he had an OnlyFans? What if he had an OnlyFans? Like, he was a subscriber. Oh, subscriber to me? Nope. Oh, no, he subscribed to other people's. Then that's, uh, I feel like, yeah. I have a problem with it. I, I don't mean, know. the thing the thing with it is, it is a couple to couple That's decision true. on that, and I believe it's different when you are getting paid as your job mm-hmm. to do it, and you're paying someone to give you the content. Yeah, because there is so much free porn. No, that's what I'm There's saying. So, yeah, like, that's, that this line is be, the line yeah. that I'm saying for me personally. But I believe that there's no line until you talk about it with your partner. Then the line's drawn. Because everybody's different with how they feel about these things. Some girls don't give a fuck if you, Mm -hmm. like, sexed people. Like, as long as you're 
not sexual with them or they're completely in open relationships like Mm -hmm. it is literally relationship to relationship like how you're gonna differ here i mean i'm too i wouldn't say jealous but i'm very territorial where i'm that's my person like that's my dick like Mm -hmm. don't fucking tread on that like so yeah basically i wouldn't want him paying for content when there's so much access to free stuff Mm -hmm. and also that's how i feel i want to have sex all the time so i get sometimes you just want to masturbate because Mm -hmm. i get it Mm because i do too sometimes you just want it to be like done you don't want to worry about someone else (laughs) like you just want to get it and be Mm -hmm. done like a man um literally so i totally understand that but that's where the line is for me when you're paying or interacting with somebody yeah there's a problem yes Mm -hmm. you need to examine the issue yep so 100 percent moving on to our next topic (gasps) manifestation oh yeah (laughs) Um, we here at Red Flags and Rosé are big proponents <laughs> of manifestation. We are. Um, I will tell you firsthand that I was the biggest skeptic, truly, because I was also the type of person that wanted it right then and right there. And I've actually gratification. And I've actually talked to my therapist about it because she is actually very big into manifestation too, and she mm-hmm. like shared some clips and stuff with me. But um, I have to think back, and literally everything that I have asked for, I have gotten, or better, or better. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, in a sense, asked for Austin. You manifested in. Got it. Um, Pretty quickly, too. Yeah, I didn't manifest Maisie, but I think that was, like, a lesson that needed, you know, like, not in a bad way, but... Yeah. um, I get what you're saying, but clarify. But, like, with my jobs, like, I have manifested making enough money to pay my fucking bills. Yeah. And, like, yes, we still struggle a little bit, but it is nothing compared to like what I've dealt with before you know yeah um and as much as I wanted it like right then and there it took me about a year to really get to where like I am now but everything happened for a reason to get me to where I am yeah and I mean sometimes it takes longer than a year I yeah think it, you know we're pretty lucky with how fast things like manifest for us mm-hmm. especially with how much work we don't put in <laughs> For real. We literally real. just be, like, speaking it into yes. existence. And then sometimes put the legwork in and we're like, oh, shit. But like, just fix my resume a little bit. And yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, things just work out. But with me, you couldn't have told me in, like, 2018 mm-hmm. that I would be in this apartment by myself affording it. Mm-hmm. None of it. And I remember specifically, I was doing deliveries for Panera to this complex while I was living in a shitty complex in New Albany with my ex. And I was like, one day I will live in this apartment complex. 
I was like, I will live in something this nice. And then, sure enough, uh, we broke up. And honestly, only signed this lease to flex on him. I knew it was pushing it. But I was like, I want him to help me move in here and be like, fuck. Mm -hmm. And then that motivated me right there. Knowing that I needed to figure it out. And I fucking did. I figured out how to make this life work. And I'm so happy to be in a place I've never felt more at home Mm -hmm. in an apartment. And, you know, I manifested everything Mm -hmm. that's been happening for me. Figuring out how to speak that positivity into your life is so good. But it is fucking hard to change those pathways because It it is such a habit and it is human nature to go negative Mm -hmm. I mean it took me a while to like write down what I want how I'm gonna get it and you're faking it essentially you are you're faking it you are like you have to pretend you already have these things even though you're even though you're living day to day without those things yeah it's not even affirmations anymore it's law of assumption you assume you have it yes and I mean, it works. I don't know. It just works. And then now, and I feel like I've met so many people through like work, and then just with like, I guess this is the best way to put it. I worked with a model a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about her spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And she's like early, mid 30s, you know. Um, and it took her a while, but everything that she has wanted, like, and she just feels so spiritual about everything. Yeah. And I think that's where, like, where I lose track of religion a yeah. little bit. Um, I'm torn. Like, I don't want to say I don't believe in God because I've. I don't know. I feel more in tune with the universe and my spirituality right now because that is what has worked for me. Yeah. That has is what has brought everything to me that I've wanted. Attracting it like yeah. mentally. And this has been a big struggle and I know for a fact that both of us have been struggling with it because we didn't talk about it until mm-hmm. we agreed mm-hmm. about it. Because I brought it up. I was scared to talk to you about it because you were more spiritual than me at one point. Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, not spiritual, but more faith-based. So I was drifting, drifting away, drifting away, drifting mm-hmm. away. Looking more into, like, astrology, how the stars line up, how the universe actually works, spirituality, mm-hmm. spirit as the higher power. And it just made more sense. Like, it, it my soul felt less forced. Mm-hmm. I'm not having yeah. to believe in an omnipotent, omnipresent like God that's Mm -hmm. judging me for everything instead I'm believing that everything's working in a way that Mm -hmm. is for my better all the time and that is so much easier for my day to day Mm -hmm. to not be like why would God put me through this yeah if God loves me so much, why would he put me in this position? Mm-hmm. If God loves me so much, why would he put my parents in this position to lose mm-hmm. their business? If God loves me so much, why do I hate my life? Mm-hmm. 
and then you're told, oh, it's because you're not pulling closer to God. You know, it's well with my soul. Like He gives you things that you can handle. He gives his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. Shut the fuck up, Martha. (laughs) I am literally my belt loop getting caught on my door handle away from (laughs) a goddamn breakdown. It's so annoying when Mm -hmm. people try to just say, oh, God's got you through this. He got me into this, to be honest with you. So it's like your day-to-day becomes so much easier, and I'm so sorry if anybody's listening to this and they're like, ah, Jesus haters. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not unsupportive of religion. My mom's very, very faith-based. But then there comes a point in your life, too. that are toxic about their religion. It is. And some of them are fucking assholes about it like they're weaponizing their religion it is no longer about jesus and what the religion is about yes it's literally i don't believe in abortion so you don't have the right to it oh but i have the right to not get the vaccine though my body my choice Mm -hmm. it's like no you're literally weaponizing it you know what's crazy to me too is i see some of these stories like of people who are um Christian, Mm faith-based, and, like, this is going to be hard to, this is going to be hard to explain, but, like, they thank Jesus for everything that has, like, gotten them where they're at when they don't know subconsciously, they fucking manifested it. They wrote that shit down. What they they wrote it down in their they prayer wrote what they journal. Wanted. And yeah, yes, they did the action to and what they needed to be done. And they forget about it because yes. they give it to God. Yes, I'm like yeah. you manifested that. Well, I mean, not only that, yours makes sense. Mine is like a little <laughs> pissy. I fucking hate when people get out of the hospital. And oh like, Lord! All glory to God. What about them doctors, bitch? Mm-hmm. It's like, I what? I don't know. Not just the doctors, the fucking nurses. Well, yes, the nurses, but, like, I'm talking about the people who go through those major-ass surgeries that, like, they had a dissected aorta, and it's like, glory to God for getting me through. Bitch, you, I don't know how the hell you made it through. It wasn't even God. God was like, you're Wipe on my your own here. You. <laughs> yeah, see you soon. Gates are open. But... I mean, it, it just, this is all to say, like, I truly believe that whatever gives you the most peace at the end of the day, mm-hmm. no matter the religion, like, whatever, let that be your peace. But for us, we have found that the less we f- feel like it's a person, <laughs> you know, like, even though God technically is never, they never have made him to be a person. Knowing that it is more of you are energy. Mm-hmm. You attract energy to you. You reject energy away from you. You are in control of your thoughts. You are in control of what you bring in. Mm-hmm. Feels so much better. It does. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could speak all day. I'm still not to the point, like, so me and Kaylee are both on tarot TikTok. <laughs> And we will reference TikTok a lot because I'm always fucking on there. Uh, yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to the point where I feel like my chakras are... Aligned. Aligned 
or that I can hear the spirits, like that kind of stuff. Um, but I do know, like, the more I have been manifesting, the more stuff that has been actually coming to fruition, it's pulling me closer to that. It lifts Maybe this your is vibration. Why people, this is why people fucking hated witches, bro. They got shit done. Yeah, they make it. It makes a big difference <laughs> like, because, like, it's you're vibrating higher. Yeah. So my frequency, I feel like, has just constantly been increasing mm-hmm. as I'm focusing within and fixing my shit, mm-hmm. like working on the trauma, facing the shit that I didn't want to, and working on it. It's hard work, but then it's like you're mind is so negative because you've allowed it for years to be that way mm-hmm. it's like how you get home without thinking about it it's the quickest way your brain is constantly finding a way to do things without working too hard mm-hmm. so if going negative is what is easiest for it to access that's what it's going to access so if you start to cut that short and redirect your thought positively mm-hmm. that really helps but I have started listening to um, YouTube videos when I'm falling asleep that are different sound frequencies. Mm-hmm. So um, if you just go on YouTube and you can put in like different number frequencies, I think it's like 530 something is the love frequency. And then there's ones in the 400s that are supposed to balance certain chakras. And, like, you can Mm kind of look up whatever you need and then just let that sound play. And then just, like, sometimes it depends on how much I need my mind to, like, rebalance. Sometimes I'll speak it out loud until I get too sleepy. But I just start to, like, speak whatever has to do with that sound frequency. Mm Mm-hmm into my reality I'm I'm envisioning that life Mm -hmm. and I'm feeling the feelings that I would feel if those things were happening until I drift into my sleep Mm -hmm. and I've had better dreams I've had more vivid dreams where I feel like I'm being guided towards what I need to be doing Um, we have been seeing angel numbers like fucking crazy crazy, you all like we'll send each other pictures every day of something yeah like, her gas filled up and stopped at uh, $44.40. Yesterday. Yes. Yeah. My Apple Watch, like, three times in one day. Mm-hmm. I caught angel numbers on my calories. Yeah. And I'm not looking at my watch all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I would just look down. I see my birthday on the clock all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. It is all the freaking time I see my birthday on the clock. Um, another one is big snowstorm or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to come because I was like, maybe I just need to go home. Well, I ordered, I had already bought us food and ordered it. Um, and then as I was ordering it, I put the tip, like I just did the percentage and it put the um, price up there and it was five, five, five. And I was like, gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the last thing I saw on TikTok was that. Some of, like, kind of symptoms that I was feeling or just things I was going through day to day. My third eye. Is opening? No, it's overwhelmed. So I have to align the rest of my chakras. Mm -hmm. 
to be like at full peace. So I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. Well, there's definitely really good meditations on mm-hmm. YouTube. I did this guided one that was nuts. The guided meditation? Yeah, it was like uh, to align those. your sacral chakra. Chakra. Mm-hmm. Chakra. Chakra. And, like, it was so crazy because, like, I usually struggle with it, too, because I can't get on my fucking head. Yeah, I can't usually either. Like, when we tried to get hypnotized that one time, um, they pulled me out. Yeah, they pulled me out of the crowd because I literally, like, I get so in my head, I can't just, like, let go. Mm -hmm. But, like, with these, you kind of just, like, have to let yourself envision exactly what they're talking about and just being in that moment and I don't think I've really talked to you that's funny I just looked and it was 44 minutes and 40 seconds when I mm-hmm. said that um but anyways I don't know that I talked to you really about all of the things I've tried with meditations because I felt crazy doing them why well, this was before I knew that you were more shifting towards spirituality. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is fucking crazy because there was this one meditation where it was um, reaching out to someone you like want to contact you. Mm-hmm. And like it, what you do is you sit and you breathe deep and you come within your body and like you're sitting up straight with your legs crossed And then you're sitting there and you're envisioning this white light coming from your center Mm -hmm. and going up through your head. And it's going up and out of you. And you envision the light coming down into the head of the person that you want to talk to. And then... Dead or alive? Alive. Okay. You're like manifesting connection with them. Okay, I got you. And so... um, it comes down into their head and then you envision yourself sitting in the room with them. So you're seeing the light enter mm-hmm. their head. So this is like your thought connection mm-hmm. to them. And then you're sitting, you're envisioning yourself wherever you think that they might be. So um, you're sitting there and you're whispering in their ear like what you wish you could say to them mm-hmm. or like, please reach out. I'm yeah. open. I'm open to communicating with you. Wow. And then you kiss them on the forehead and you let go and you disconnect. The white light comes back through you Mm -hmm. and you are supposed to just let it be. Now, this did work for me. (laughs) I have also had other success. (laughs) (laughs) This one I know about. Through (laughs) some crazier methods. Um, So... It probably works for men, too, but I don't like to give you all that much power with your penis. But women have a world between their legs, a Mm -hmm. world that brings in life, takes the life out of men. (laughs) We, uh, It's a powerful thing to have a pussy. It just is. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that comes extremely high vibrations, and the highest vibration a woman can be on is when she's having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> may or may not have manifested a few things. <laughs> um, as I am reaching climax. Will I disclose what they are? No. No. 
But just know, I saw results within hours. <laughs> After weeks of previously manifesting something, mm-hmm. within hours, I had exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying that the manifestation. Oh my God. <laughs> Jim Stroke. <laughs> the demons are coming out of me from the dark magic I did. <laughs> Starting to speak in tongues. No, I'm not saying that the previous manifestation leading up to that didn't work, but all I'm saying is that that might have been the final push that the universe needed (laughs) with all of that positivity. So, highly recommend to my ladies out there that um, speak things into your reality daily, journal, put it in writing, look at it every day, and say it as you're coming. While you're watching porn. (laughs) No. Or, or after. Okay. So <laughs> I usually get myself to the brink and then I stop watching whatever it is that's getting me there. And obviously I'm no professional. I mean, I kind of am because I saw results, but like <laughs> you can probably find a better, like more reliable source than me. But she's I one clear for one, so she knows my what mind saying. of like the actual sexual element Mm -hmm. of the orgasm Mm -hmm. and I get myself just really worked up for what I want and it's like you know it it's almost like I finish at the idea of Mm -hmm. obtaining the thing that I want it's like the feeling and this is why I think it works is because I put myself in that place of I would feel this way Mm mm-hmm if I had the, th- if like this thing was mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm envisioning myself with the thing and then feeling the highest possible mm-hmm. vibration that I can feel. Mm-hmm. Boom. So, in a sense, start <laughs> manifesting if that's something that you're into. And like I said before, most of these people who are faith driven, you know, whatever religion you believe in, you're pretty much manifesting when you're putting stuff in your prayer journal. Yeah. You know, um, you really and you're are. just giving God the credit instead of the universe. Yeah. In a I sense. mean, you can say instead of like um, guides or whatever, it's angels yeah. or the, like, you yeah. could say the Lord. All of this is interchangeable to what you're comfortable with. Um, but since we were talking about masturbation, yeah. Let's just keep it going. <laughs> I mean, I'm always down, you know. <laughs> um,. I saw a thing about, which obviously we know between the United States and Europe and other countries, we are very Nazi-like. That's, that's like how I feel like it is when um, talking about sexual stuff. It's very taboo is what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Like there's very, like you don't hear about it. You don't get talked to about it. Well, it's like mental health. Mental health and sex. It's like... It is. We're meant to work and die in America. Yeah, isn't it great? No pleasure. (laughs) You don't get to have fun. No. Um, So, I was actually talking to Austin about it, because obviously we have a daughter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was not really allowed to... I don't think you were either allowed to express yourself in certain ways. You obviously in private. 
Yeah. But just in other ways, um, without feeling ashamed. Right. So I was talking to Austin and I was like, I don't want to do that with our kids. Yeah. But I also don't want it to be like, here, doors wide open, have sex in my house. You know, I like, I don't. There's a line. It's like a respect thing. But I want to be open Mm -hmm. with her when she's old enough to be like, this is okay. You yeah. know, I mean, I felt so much shame. I know I around a high, lot bro. of things, around a lot of things, but especially both of us really figured out pretty young about masturbating, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was. I didn't either. I, I was like, mm, this feels good. Yeah, <laughs> okay. no, this feels great. I'm gonna do it all the time. Yeah. I figured out what it was before my brother did. And I'm not talking about like, oh, I fucking know. I'm not talking about our timeline. He's four years older than me, and I was doing it before him. Yes. So, like... I mean, I want to say I was, like, four or five. I'm not playing. Yeah, like, I was young. Yeah. And so, I didn't know. And, I mean, I can remember um, being on the bus with my friend in sixth grade, and she was making fun of this guy because they found out that he, like, did some... I can't remember the specifics of it Mm -hmm. because I remember having to act like I knew it was going on Mm -hmm. because she said he was caught masturbating and she's like do you know what that is and I was like yeah oh my god (laughs) you know and then I put the puzzle pieces together when she Mm -hmm. was talking about what happened and I'm like oh my god am I doing that Mm -hmm. like is it different for girls than it is guys or like even in my fucking junior year of high school somebody had a penis shaped silly band and it, it was the side view of a penis. And I had only seen, like, where it looks like a figure eight for the balls and then the penis, like, going up <laughs> yeah. and down. And I was like, that's not what a penis looks like. Because it was, like, just one ball. And then, it, like, it was the side view. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, yeah, it is. And I had to be like, I was just kidding. But really. <laughs> I'm like, Google here, like. Side view penis. <laughs> I'm like actual human penis (laughs) but I mean we had health books like science books at home where it like taught you about like babies and all Mm -hmm. of that and I would like constantly want to look at it because it was like there were pictures of anatomy Mm -hmm. and I was so curious and like I just wanted to learn and like I felt so much shame looking at those books and I felt so much shame saying penis yeah. Or vagina. I'm still uncomfortable saying breasts. Breast? Yeah. Titties. Titties. <laughs> it's just like, why are the anatomical terms shameful? Yeah. Like, we grew up with so much shame around sex. And just that trauma from your parents combined with the trauma from feeling shamed about your sexuality pushes you in the direction that they don't want you to go in. They don't want you to be sexually deviant, but you're so guess fucking curious. <laughs> you're so fucking curious that you become sexually deviant yeah. because you just have to figure out somehow. Mm-hmm. It's the same way that people that are kept like, so right. hard and on the straight and narrow from drugs and alcohol end up experimenting in ways that they wouldn't have if their parents created a safe environment. Mm-hmm. I will stand by that. Some people will always be an addict. 
There's mm-hmm. nothing that can be prevented. It's just yeah. their brain chemistry. They have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, it's just curiosity. That was probably me. Yeah. Gotta know. Gotta find out somehow. I mean... Because a book can only tell you so much. Honestly. Yeah, but it still wasn't... An, it, it, I it's wasn't not enough. getting that, you know? It's like... <laughs> I'm getting the bare minimum education. I never to this day had the sex talk with my parents. I don't really think I did either. I was just kind of like, okay, birth control. You can get pregnant. But how? I didn't even have that conversation. I got put on birth control because I lost my virginity when I was 19. And It's not funny, but yes. I remember like, that, yeah. It just was what it was, and I told her it wasn't because I wanted to have sex. It's because I wanted to regulate my period, because Mm -hmm. I still had shame around wanting to have sex. Yeah. And it's like, it's just shitty Mm -hmm. to feel that way. And I, my brother had a baby when I was nine years old, and he was 19, Mm -hmm. and they still didn't talk to me about how that happens. Mm Mm-hmm. That could happen to me, you know? Like, well, I, I think that's so young. I think that's with anything, though, too. Like, you try... People try to shield their kids from so much, which I get in some things, yes. Like, your kids don't need to watch the fucking news. They don't need to see all the terrible, awful things that are happening. But, like, I just have had, like, they friends or family members. They do. Like, so, not that you have to be, like watch this porn this is what sex is like you don't have to do that no but even with death like when you go when they are old enough and they're going to a funeral don't fucking lie to them they're not they're not stupid yeah and they're gonna find out eventually like oh well you know say their friend's parents pass away a couple years later and they're like yeah my mom passed away you know and then they're like oh well wasn't she just sick you know, like people will just say, "Oh, well, she's just sick." Now these kids are gonna think every time they're fucking sick, they're gonna die. Yeah. You know, like it—it's just tough because I feel like there's so many tough lines to walk as a parent, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just getting through your day to day because there's still humans going mm-hmm. through what we went through, where it's like. I don't have the emotional capacity to deal with my child today. Mm -hmm. And I actually talked about this with my nail tech yesterday because we were talking about how when you learn about your parents' childhood, it gives you so much grace to accept the way that they parented. Mm -hmm. Because... That was the only way I forgave my dad for the way he parented because I felt like he was emotionally absent. He was never there for me. He was very judgmental. He Mm -hmm. was very negative. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like I can talk to him about anything. I know he would be there for me. I know he loves me Mm -hmm. endlessly. But then to find out he had a very abusive upbringing, very alcoholic father. Mm -hmm. So to my dad... He was the perfect father to us because mm-hmm. he was everything his father wasn't. Yep. He was present. He was not abusive. Mm-hmm. He did not drink alcohol in front of us. Mm-hmm. He was everything that he needed from a father. Mm-hmm. 
but he was nothing that I needed. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it, it sucks, but understanding that he did the best he could mm-hmm. gives me the ability to heal the father wound where I no longer hate a person. Mm-hmm. I hate what I didn't get, and I'm very jealous still when I see women with great father relationships. I'm so envious of that. Mm-hmm. But it allowed me to look at him as a person and be like, good job. Mm-hmm. Like, you succeeded yeah. in everything that you needed to be. Well, I think that's hard, too, for some kids to um, do for their parents. But I feel like, I don't know if it's just like that generation that just went through so much fucked up shit. And I don't know why, because I don't feel like maybe their parents did, or their parents were just hard asses for no reason. I don't, you know. Like, their parents are coming out of the depression where everything is tough. Yeah. You're literally, where is my next meal coming from? Mm -hmm. There's no money. It's awful industrial. But yet they have so many fucking kids. Yeah, but I mean, you have to think you're. They were so religious that they think that, like, Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But. And the birth control. Who is she? There is that. none. <laughs> yeah. So there was none. Yeah. And it, it's just like each generation just gets better mm-hmm. with parenting. Mm-hmm. So my dad was very hands off. Mm-hmm. My mom was helicopter. And I believe that is most of our generation's parents. Mm-hmm. Either both of them are hands-off, both of them are helicopter, or, or there's a marriage. The but there's no in-between. Yeah. Or if they were, they were like those hippy-dippy, like, pothead parents yes. that, like, were super chill. Yeah. But, like, it was really hard mm-hmm. because I never knew how to act. She was always on my case. Mm-hmm. And he was just, like, Whatever your mom says. Yeah, just trying to be the disciplinarian, like backing up what she said. Yeah, but it, and it's so weird seeing um, even like teenagers this day, like because I've coached volleyball, I've like done all that stuff, so I've been around them and just seeing how some of them are with their parents, and like their parents know everything about them. They don't hide anything. You know what I mean? And their parents still love them, still let them go hang out. Mm-hmm. And then there was like us, and I was just like, oh my god, I would never fucking tell my mom that shit. Like yeah. I'm in my I'm in my late twenties, and still half of the shit that I have done or been through, like I don't share with people besides like you. <laughs> or I mean, yeah, you know. And I mean, I will never tell my mom half of the things that I've been through. Because she, parents love the idea of you. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of it. And I think that as the generations go on, it'll be less of that mm-hmm. and more of understanding that your kids are people. They are not an idea. It is not their responsibility to fulfill your idea of what they should do. Mm-hmm. Play basketball, get a scholarship, go to college, whatever the fuck. Be the gender that you assign them. Like, it, people have plans for their kids, but that kid is an individual. 
mm-hmm. who will have a very individual experience with life, and it will only just be, like you wanted. It will only be made harder exactly. if the parent is being a dick because they're like, "I didn't envision you marrying the same sex. I want grandkids." Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, go fuck yourself because you're going to die and I'm still going to have to take care of that kid or be married to that person. Mm-hmm. Or just envision that your child is a good, kind fucking person. Envision that. Even though they're having sex. <laughs> yes. Even though they're experimentally trying some drugs safely. Yes. Even though they binge drink on a weekend and go have fun with their friends at yeah. the bar and dress like a slut. Mm-hmm. Like, I am still a good person even with my titties hanging out. Mm-hmm. I, like, I just don't understand. I'm not the person that my mom loves. And that's hard for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because she really, lo- I've shown her more of my true personality. Mm-hmm. I would never dress the way that I like to dress in front of her. But, like, she doesn't know me. No, I know. If she listened to these podcasts, she'd be shocked. <laughs> because, like... This is just yeah hidden. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, I mean, for sure, there's certain things I would never say to her that are on here. You know, like, oh, just with I the mom-daughter line. Yeah. But, yeah, you shouldn't have to, like, hide major parts of who you are because mm-hmm. you're afraid you're going to disappoint somebody. Mm-hmm. It's just shitty. Be yourself, Traumatizing. Remember, rich, happy... Peaceful, Peaceful vibes. Always. It's um, all we're accepting. <laughs> but I think that can conclude this episode. Yeah. Um, please like, subscribe, follow, mm-hmm. rate, share, review. rate, do all the things. Tell um, your friends. Don't tell my mom. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we hope you all are loving it so far. Mm-hmm. Three episodes in. Just reach out if you have any questions. Please. Have any stories? Please DM us stories. I would love that. I'm gonna work on finding a uh, anonymous way for you guys to submit things. I think that's what's holding people back. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we will have an anonymous way to submit information here soon. We love funny stories. We love giving advice. And, I mean, I'm embarrassing myself for you guys every Same. week. Just putting it all out there. Literally talking about my pussy powers. So, you can tell me a little bit of embarrassing shit. We won't say your name. Promise. So, anyways, look forward to hearing from you guys. And we will see, see you, you all next week. week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.